when you start learning the roadmap to the G-spot, you can open up a whole new doorway into wonderful orgasmic goodness. Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of Pretty in Kink. And today we are talking about the elusive G-spot. I'm excited for this one. I know I say that every time, but you know, I'm excited for all of them. What can I say? Maybe I'm biased. (laughs) I accidentally sort of went down the rabbit hole with the G-spot. I was researching for just some very quick brief information for a different style episode. But once I jumped in, I was like, oh, I didn't know that the G-spot was so controversial and so mysterious. And so I said, fuck it. We are having a whole episode on the G-spot because anything that's mysterious, I'm all about. And really anything that's going to bring me a bigger, better orgasm, I'm also all about. And I want to bring it to you guys. So pull up a chair. This episode is going to appeal to anybody that plays with a vagina, whether you are playing with your partner's vagina or you are playing with your own. This episode should benefit everybody. So get your notebooks out and we're going to have a little lesson. Now, as always, my disclaimer, I don't know shit about shit. (laughs) I'm not an educator. And as I've said in my previous episodes, I am not a teacher. I probably should not be teaching you about anatomy, but here we are. So take it with a grain of salt. I'm still going to hit you with all the things that Google taught me. Now, first of all, what the fuck is the G-spot anyways? Well, according to Google, it's basically like a UFO or Bigfoot. (laughs) It is elusive, controversial, there's a huge question on if it is even real, like a huge question. And when you start digging around, there is not a lot of research that has gone into this. The little bit of research that has been done, it's, it's a very small pool. Um, the biggest research was on 13 female cadavers that essentially proved that there is no actual, I don't know if I want to say organ, but no specific like, whoop, there it is right there. That is the G-spot. However, there have been other studies that prove that there's certainly something going on. What generally you are going to see across the board is that the G-spot is going to be the key to vaginal orgasm during penetration. If you've listened to some of my previous episodes, you know that as women, we can struggle. It can be the struggle bus to get us to orgasm with just penetration. So when you start learning the roadmap to the G-spot, you can open up a whole new doorway into wonderful, lovely, orgasmic goodness. So what is it? Do we even know? Not really. It is a spot located within the vagina. It is on the anterior wall, which is going to be the front wall, which is going to be, think about the belly button. 
And essentially, if you are entering the vagina, you are aiming for the belly button. Okay. One of my favorite things that I saw in my research was a statement that essentially said that maybe it is not a distinct part of anatomy, but rather it may represent an area where all of the internal portions of the clitoris and the urethra, which is going to be the tube that allows your urine to exit your body and the vagina all come together and that it could belong to the clitoral network. So what that means when I say clitoral network is like we discussed in that foreplay episode, your clitoris is full of nerves, full of them. But what happens is like so many other things in life, right? Like a lot of times we just focus on what we can see and we forget that there's so much more behind that. And there's more than meets the eye. That is just like our anatomy with the clitoris. We think about what we see on the external portion of a woman's body. Those nerves go in. And so the idea is, could that G spot be internally where it's being stimulated and hitting all of those nerve centers and it's stimulating the nerves in a different way. And again, you stimulate these and then you can find the key to those internal vaginal orgasms. You also, this is a whole different controversy, can kind of unlock the door to squirting. Again, whole different controversy. I'm not even going to get into the details here because that is a whole different episode and one that I am hoping actually to bring a guest on to discuss that has a little bit more experience. Um, but for the purpose of this episode, I'm just simply going to put it out there that when you locate the G spot and learn how to stimulate it, you then can increase the odds that you can also induce squirting. So before we get into what we do with a G-spot. I'm going to nerd out on you for a brief moment, and I'm going to give you a quick history lesson on the G-spot. It's a history lesson you never knew you wanted, but I promise you it's kind of interesting because the G-spot, the name originated from a German physician with the last name Grafenberg. He was born in the late 1800s, and he studied the role of the urethra in female orgasms. And he was also one of the first researchers to discuss female pleasure in a scientific manner. And one of the first to write about the erogenous zone that we now call the G spot. Now think about that, like the late 1800s. And this dude is talking about female orgasms in a scientific way. That's pretty cool. So he writes a paper and in the 1950s, there's other researchers that see it and decide that they are going to name this erogenous zone in honor of him. So it becomes the Grafenberg spot, shortened to the G spot. There's your history lesson. You're welcome. Now, what the hell do we do with the G spot? How do we figure out what to do with it so we can make her go, oh, M G. You know, I was going to do that at some point, right? I had to, I had to, <laughs> what do we do? Well, we got to find it. How do we find it? 
we play and we explore. And so first we need to know where to look. It's inside the vagina and it is going to be anywhere from an inch or more in. Again, like I said, it's going to be in the front wall, which means you are going to insert fingers, one, two, three, however many you want. And then basically kind of imagine you're trying to find the back of the belly button. Now I'm going to insert a little PSA here because in my experience, I have found that many people don't know exactly what to do with those fingers once they're inside. And it seems to me that there is a lot of mimicry to what has been seen in porn or in media where it is more of an in and out motion. Guys, it doesn't do much. I hate to break it to you. That, that doesn't do much. It can feel good sometimes depending on like where the palm of your hand is hitting with that motion. But what is going to stimulate the G-spot is going to be more of a come hither motion with your fingers. And what I mean by that is imagine you take your fingers and you hook them, right? And you you kind of drag them back to you as if, you know, when you put your finger out to say like, come here, you're going to do that. And you're just going to keep that motion going. So you're not going in and out. It is more like a stroking with your fingers going back and forth like that. Now, Google gets a little confusing on this point because in some segments I read, it made it sound like you might be able to feel where it is because the area will feel raised or swollen as, as the female's getting aroused. There were other parts that I read that said, you cannot feel it. So I don't know. I have not spent a lot of time hunting for it in other people. I know with a man's P spot, which is where you hit that prostate gland by going in and doing like anal play, you certainly can feel it. It is very distinct. It feels kind of like a walnut. You know it. As far as the G spot, I don't know. So if anybody does know that, you know, goes in there and plays a lot, I would love to hear your take on that. You know, hit me up in my DMs at Pretty and Kink Podcast on Instagram or in my show notes. I always have an anonymous link for questions and comments because I'm genuinely curious to know if you can feel something or not. So I'm going to tell you I have no fucking clue. So don't necessarily be waiting until you feel something specific because you might never feel it. So as somebody that is trying to find this on a partner, you have a bunch of options. You can do it with your fingers. You can play with toys and you can experiment with positions to figure out how best to hit this spot and stimulate it to bring her to an internal orgasm. But I also want to remind you that one size does not fit all. I repeat, one size does not fit all. What one partner enjoyed does not mean another one will. What one move worked for a partner doesn't mean that same technique is going to work for your next partner. So you need to check your ego at the door and be willing to constantly learn and experiment and know that not everything is going to work. And that is okay. I had a partner that was 
absolutely obsessed with the idea of making me squirt. And again, like I said earlier, a lot of times when you stimulate that G-spot, it can induce squirting. So he is on this absolutely ridiculous mission to be the first person to make me squirt. And he's self-proclaiming himself as the squirt king. And he has made every single female squirt and he is going to make me. It was annoying, quite honestly, and I hated it. He had a very aggressive method and it was not fun and it was not pleasurable. And he did eventually make me squirt, but it wasn't exciting. It hurt and it did not feel good. So I didn't care that I squirted because it was a miserable experience. After that partner, I started playing and I started experimenting solo and discovered what works for me. And let me tell you, (laughs) this was explosive. Peel me off of the ceiling, send me to the moon. Like, oh my God, I've never felt anything like this before in my life. And it's been a feeling that I constantly chase whether I'm with a partner or solo because it felt so good. And I love when I am with partners that will listen to me and will understand and not not let their egos get in the way when I say like, go slower or what you're doing, I don't like. doesn't mean I don't like you. I just don't like what you're doing. Let me show you what I do like. And that just makes you so much more eager to play an experiment versus somebody that is not willing to listen and learn. So just always remember that with your partner that you have to be open to what they like and you have to be open to hearing that critique that maybe something you're doing isn't working. And with your partner, you also can experiment with positions. A lot of times it's going to be very important that the female has a lot of control in your depth because she is going to know when you're hitting that spot. And so the cowgirl position where she's on top is a really good one because that that just gives a woman full control of how deep you're going, where you're hitting. Also, if you're in more of like a missionary style with the hips angled, whether you're holding her hips up, if she's holding them up, if you're propped with a pillow, that can also give a lot of control as well. So again, it's just going to be experimenting and it's important to remember as a man, if you have more size to you, more length, be aware that if you go completely deep in her, you're, you're going right past where you need to be. You, you've just missed your turn. You have gone way too far. So you need to back up a little, which can be hard because when you get in that rhythm of thrusting, you know, you have your way. So it's important to be conscious of your movements and your depth and going a little bit more shallow. So the head of your penis is hitting where it needs to hit at the front of the vagina, which again, you're looking at, you know, an inch plus inside of the vagina. So you don't always have to go very deep. So keep that in mind. And then if you're playing solo and you want to experiment and start looking around for this elusive little booger, like I did with toys, 
There's a lot of different toys that you can play with. Um, you also, of course, can use your own hand with your fingers. Me personally, I don't know if I'm just not flexible, if my fingers aren't long enough, if my G-spot's tucked up in there. That doesn't work for me. I certainly need toys, but play and experiment to see what is going to work for you. Um, if you Google G-Spot toys, you will find a lot of different options. The key is basically looking for something that has a curve to it, which by the way, men, if you have a curved penis, my G-Spot loves you. <laughs> it's one of my favorite things ever because I know I'm going to have a good orgasm when I see that you've got an upward facing curve. So good. Anyways, <laughs> I digress. With toys, look for curves. For me personally, I have two favorites. I really enjoy glass wands. Um, there will be glass wands that have a bit of a curve to them. They usually have more of like a bulbous tip to it that's going to help curve and hit that spot. And then my number one go-to, if my house is on fire, I am going to rescue this toy is my stainless steel G-Spot wand. Is it intimidating looking? Yeah. <laughs> I can't lie. Anytime I've shown it to a partner, the look on their face, like they can't hide that brief, like quick initial reaction. And it's one of concern. <laughs> it is intimidating. It is a curved piece of stainless steel. Um, not a U-shape really, but think kind of like a rainbow curve. It is tapered. One side's a little bit thicker than the other. It is bulbous on both sides, but it is so heavy. And so what happens is between the curve, the bulbous ends, and then the weight, you don't have to do too much work. The weight of it is going to do the majority of the work and it's going to hit just right. So you don't have to focus your energy on the movements and you can kind of get in that headspace of just focusing on the sensations and kind of sinking into that pleasure. Cause right, you've got to stay out of your head or you can lose all of it. And it's just this constant chase. It's like you're chasing your tail. You've got to find a way to stay out of your head. And if you don't reach it, and then you don't find it and you don't have that explosive orgasm, that's okay. There's nothing wrong with you. You just didn't find it. Maybe it wasn't the right rhythm or the right pressure, or maybe you were just in a really bad mood. Never get down on yourself that it didn't happen because there's so many outside factors that contribute to that. The key is to just keep trying and learn your body better and better. Every time you experiment, you're going to find new things. So again, whether you are solo or with a partner, try and remove the pressure and make it a fun experience. And if you don't get there, so what? You don't get there. You still had a cool experience with your partner or yourself. So just have fun with it. And that's where I'm going to leave it is just have fun and experiment. And I think, do we really care if it's real or not? I don't. What I know is that I struggle with orgasms in general, but especially vaginal orgasms. Like it, for me to orgasm from penetration is tricky. And I know that when I started experimenting with finding my G spot, and playing with different toys and learning the sensations and the shapes that did it for me, 
I discovered an entirely new world of orgasms that I had never experienced before. So whether Google or science or anyone tells me it's not real, I know there's something there because I know when I hit it, I see stars in the best way possible. So whatever it is, whether it is all in my head or not, there's something there. And there's something to be said that there's a lot of people that think that there's something there. So get out there and start exploring, poke around in there and see what you find. And let me know if from playing, you finally get to experience your first penetrative orgasm. I would love to hear about it. And again, you can tell me anonymously. It's in my show notes, the link. Let me know. I want to know because I'm nosy like that. That's it. You know the drill. I love you guys. I want you to go get weird, get weird in the world, get weird in the bedroom and just have fun. And while you're doing it, leave me that five-star review because you love me so much. I got to get my shit together, yo. I have so much to do. I have to shave my legs. (laughs) Is it real? Is it not? Apparently it depends. And I guess it's good. I'm, I guess what? I guess who was like, why the fuck do I do this? Is it real? Is it not? One of the number one, what is the G spot? Oh no. Am I going to have a brain freeze on this one? As we discussed in our last episode, not our last episode. And when it is pleasured, that's not the word I want it could trigger all these other, um, what it could trigger. I swear to God, don't do drugs. Cause I feel like it rotted my brain out. So he's on this like absolute ridiculous, ridiculous. What? Oh my God. Why? Why does my brain just like fucking turn off?